Warning! Consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery and may cause health problems including but not limited to impaired judgment, organ failure, projectile expulsion of Taco Bell, limp dick, distorted recognition of potential sexual partners, and poop. Lots of poop. Please enjoy this podcast responsibly. If you're happy and you know it, Papa Cook. If you're anxious and you know it, take a sip. Hey, 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 Wobbly Winos, and welcome to Why We're Whining! The holiday bender taking you on a wine adventure. I'm Tommy Lucas. And I'm Lucy Zukaitis. And today, we are whining about... What are we whining about? Snow in Chicago. Well, let's not make it depressive, okay? We're going to whine about holiday drinking. Holiday drinking. Exactly. In the snow. So, uh, we're on day eight. We are. Slugging right along, mm-hmm. drinking our wine calendar. Sloshing through. <laughs> what are we drinking today? Well, we are drinking the Even Stephen Torontes, but depending on how supply chain panned out, others might be drinking the Even Stephen Bordeaux Blanc Oh, with oh. the same label. <laughs> We've gotten now, the other one was either a French or Argentinian mm-hmm. one. We've got the Argentinian ones on both. Yeah, we are in the Argentina area, apparently, We're, for yeah. Costco. We've got the New World Costco batch. Mm-hmm. This is a Torrantes mm. from the region of Salta, Argentina. I'm not familiar with this grape. Do you know anything no, about it? Well, a little bit now, but okay. previously I'd never even heard of it. Oh, okay. I mean, we know that Malbec is like, the Argentinian red. Yes. And apparently this is like the Argentinian white. Oh. Which I did not know. So the most important white grape variety of Argentina. Okay. Unlike Malbec, it is native to Argentina. I like that. Yeah. All right, new world Toronto's. spicy. Here we go. So it is grown in the very high elevation vineyards of the Salta region. Nice. Where Salta is what? It's in Argentina. Knew it. Yeah. Great. That's all I'm going to give you on that because you don't need to know anymore. I mean, I know exactly where it is because geography is my forte. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Mm -hmm. Um, So the Salta region, some of the highest elevation vineyards on this earth. Oh, that's kind of cool. Uh-huh. Are you ready for our vocab term of the day? Put it on me. Here we go. Our vocab term of the day is diurnal swing. Diurnal swing. Diurnal swing. Can you use that in a sentence, please? Why, yes. I am so excited about the diurnal swing that contributes to this wine production. Oh, tell me more. What Would you like a mean? definition to? Please. The diurnal swing is the dramatic difference in temperature between day and night oh. during the growing season. Okay. Yeah. So that has a lot to do with Torontes. What does it do for it, you ask? What does it do for it, I asked. Well, so first of all, we have the slow ripening of the grape. So this allows an abundance of flavors to develop. And this is all happening during the day while those grapes are just kind of hanging out on the vine. Being in the sun, being like, yeah, let's still like bake and develop and stuff. And then we get to the cool nights and that preserves the acidity. So even Stephen is vinified. Ooh. At cool temperatures and aged in stainless steel. 
love a stainless steel aging process. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's right up my alley mm-hmm. here. And that's about all I have on this. I don't think that I've ever had a Torontes. I've never had one. I'm very excited to mm-hmm. try it. And Should we give it a little sniff? Yeah, please. Ooh. Oh. I dig the nose on this. I feel like I never say that I smell a grape. No. But, but I, I smell a grape. It's an interesting spicy grape. It smells like milkweed. When monarch butterflies mm-hmm. attach themselves to milkweed uh-huh. and then they like emerge from their cocoon. So maybe it smells like monarch butterfly caterpillars is actually what it smells like. Why do you know what that smells like? Because when you were a kid, you got the thing and you raised the caterpillar into butterflies and then like. Really? Yeah. And I would I pick didn't. up the caterpillars and then they would smell. It smells like this. What? We hatched chicks, but we never did. Butterflies? No. Oh, well, Sorry. It may not be a thing at all. It just brought a sense memory of like it smells to me like monarch butterfly caterpillars. There's definitely a sweet smell to it. I smell a little mm-hmm. bit of honey on it. Yeah. This sounds dumb because obviously it is a grape juice of sort as right. it's a wine, but like it actually smells like a white grape juice. Yeah, that's true. I'm also getting a little bit of like a, it's something I'm a earthy. little stumped here. Is it like rubber? Rubber? I hope not. No, I'm getting a little I bit of I see what like you're saying. There is some kind of... It's not There's something unappealing. from, like, the soil or the rock, but right. what is it? If I had to characterize mm. it more, I would get, like, honey on the front, but it's not overly sweet. There's some minerality component that I'm not being able to get on the nose that hopefully when I taste it, which is going to be right now. Yeah, I was going to say, let's just fucking drink it. Oh, I like that. Oh, Torontes! I really like that. That's delicious. Also, how have we not encountered this? Well, like now that we know this is like Argentina's white wine. You and I do tend to gravitate more towards old world wines. That is true. So admittedly so, if I saw a Tarantes, I don't know that I would immediately gravitate to it. But this is... I like this. This is delightful. It's got a super clean mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. It's got a little more round weight to it. But there is that acid on the end of it that cuts through everything. Yeah, because they're like a tiny bit of sweetness, but not... Right. But the sweetness is on the front. It mm-hmm. finishes clean and dry. Yeah. But oh, this, this is, is delicious. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't want to say that it's my favorite so far. I will say it's my favorite so far. Actually, I can definitely say that because I didn't even have the first few. You know, <laughs> fair. <laughs> All right. Now, what are we going to eat with it? Oh, God, everything. Well, <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned what we're going to eat with it because actually what I'm going to tell you about <gasps> a little bit is what Argentinians eat for their Christmas oh, meals. Oh, it's a shame that I'm hungry. I knew you were going to say that. The minute I was like, I was like, Lucy's just going to bitch about how hungry she is the entire time. You're prodding the bear here, you know? Wait, is it poking the bear? Is it either? Whatever you're going to do, the bear is going to bite you, you know? Okay, proceed. So the main meal at Christmas for Argentinians is eaten during the evening of Christmas Eve around 10 or 11 p.m. Whoa. So they're doing late, late dinner. I feel like that's not advisable unless you stay up for a while. They are also serving the meal like in their garden and it could possibly be like an amazing barbecue so this is the thing that's so cool that like it's not the typical things of like what we experience as our christmas meals like american christmas versus like what the argentinians are doing so here's are some things that they might be having for dinner okay roasted turkey Mm -hmm. roasted pork Mm. goat okay vitel Tone, which is slices of veal served with a creamy anchovy and tuna sauce. Interesting. Stuffed tomatoes, uh-huh. oh, salads, like any different sandwiches like a pan de atun, 
which is a special tuna sandwich. Sandwiches de miga, which is sandwiches of thin white bread without the crusts, and they could be single or double or multi-layered. So I like think of them like tea sandwiches. Like a cucumber sandwich. Yeah, yeah. totally. A torre de panqueques, so like mm-hmm. a sandwich, a pancake sandwich, a sandwich made from several layers of tortillas with different fillings. Which, based on everything that I just said right now, mm-hmm. this wine would go delicious with any of that, particularly the roasted pork or the roasted that was, turkey. The pork jumped out at me. Yeah. Yeah. Like a barbecue. Oh, it's like. Yeah. Can I maybe have a little more to verify that, though? Yeah. I, I'm trying okay. to ration your, your wine because. This is good. It's very, very good. Damn. Wow. Day eight. Wait, is that right? Yeah, yeah day, day eight. eight. Even Steven. I was not. Even Steven. I wasn't optimistic about this, but this is like I had it. no idea what to expect. So these are what the Argentinians do for Christmas meal. What is the Zucaitis family tradition? Christmas Eve is always ham. Okay. That's the Zucaitis side, my dad's side of the family. Mm-hmm. So like if it's just the local group. It would only be like 30 to 40 people. A small guy. Um, yeah, intimate. Yeah. Um, and then if there's out-of-town people, it can be more, obviously. So that's the very kind of informal. Everyone just serves themselves whenever, and you go find a spot to stoop and eat. Christmas Day, we usually do, and that'll be my mom's side of the family, mm. and we do little like hors d'oeuvre type things. So there's always oh, like fun. my uncle will do like smoked salmon. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And like pickled vegetables uh, and my Mm. aunt can cook. That's awesome. Yeah. What about, what do you do? What does the Lucas family do? Christmas Eve is always a small intimate gathering. That's when we kind of like do our family Christmas exchange and everything else. 30 to 50 people. Or like five to seven. (laughs) (laughs) But we do like usually filet sandwiches with pickled red Mm. onion and arugula and like like a horseradish thing on like small brioche buns Mm -hmm. with, we take a whole tenderloin and roast it and make it and they're delicious oh, yeah. that combined with a huge cheese and charcuterie tray oh, yeah. some shrimp and everything else mm-hmm. um and it's just like a long like slow evening of eating and picking and opening uh-huh. presents and lots of wine lots of wine love it and christmas day uh it depends on like who's hosting but normally mm. it's i think ham is normally the main protein that's okay had. Oh, so we do um, kind of the reverse of one another. Right. Lots uh-huh. of sides. The big thing is always the desserts on things. There's like yeah. 10, Oh, I can't believe I didn't even mention that. And cakes and everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, for our side, Aunt Diane makes yeah. I don't know, probably 10 different kinds of cookies. Oh, and Uncle Paul has his wine cellar. So, yeah, Oof. Christmas Day is good. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Not that I don't love our Christmas traditions, but like based on what the Argentinians are doing, I think I'm going to take a couple of cases of this Even Steven and head down there. I would be okay with that. And ready for their roasted pork and roasted goat sandwich party. Sign me up. Let's do it. Okay. See you in Argentina. Sounds good. And we will see all of you tomorrow. In Argentina. Oh, no. Uh, no, no, no. Just for day nine. And <laughs> Back with us. Yeah! <laughs> see y'all tomorrow. Bye. This has been a Tom C. Lucaitis production in association with Double Daddy Studios. Thank you for enjoying this podcast responsibly. Veal served with a screamy ant with a screamy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a special tuna sandwich. Is it a screamy tuna? Uh, duh.